This is Solidarity News on Radio Labour. This is a Radio Labour report recorded on Wednesday, December 7th, 2022. I'm Mark Belanger. The international labour movement is in the midst of 16 days of activism against gender-based violence at work. One of the sectors with a high proportion of women is the commerce sector. Uni Global Union, which is the worldwide labour organisation for skills and services, has released a video about violence directed at commerce workers. You're all losers. You work at a supermarket. I'll wait for you outside and break your kneecaps. Go back to your country. I'd like to see you in that underwear. I hope you get cancer. Go kill yourself. These are real-life examples of the verbal abuse, physical threats and discrimination commerce workers all over the world endure on a daily basis. As a result, many commerce workers report mental health issues such as stress, anxiety, depression and even suicidal thoughts. They also suffer physical problems such as high blood pressure, insomnia and digestive issues. All over the world is the same story. Commerce workers are being physically assaulted, sexually harassed and bullied. In some cases, commerce workers have even been the victims of stabbings and gun violence. It's time to make a stand. It's time to eradicate violence and harassment in commerce. Uni Global Union is standing up with unions all over the world to stop customer abuse. We're calling on governments and retailers to act with unions to provide commerce workers with the vital protections they need. Because no one deserves abuse at work. Another global union at the forefront of the fight to end violence against women and men at work is Education International. EI is the global union which represents teachers and other educators. Susan Hopgood is the president of Education International. According to the United Nations, violence against women and girls remains the most widespread and pervasive human rights violation in the world. One in three women experience violence during their lifetime. And despite the global mobilisation sparked by movements like Me Too, Ni Una Menos, Balance Tom Poor, or Time's Up, this figure has remained largely unchanged for the last three decades. The COVID-19 pandemic has worsened gender inequalities everywhere, including an alarming increase in rates of gender-based violence. We cannot, we must not tolerate this. We cannot tolerate the use of sexual violence against women and girls as a weapon of war in Ukraine or in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. We cannot tolerate the alarming rates of feminicide in parts of Central and Latin America. And we most certainly can't stand by as violence and discrimination against women and girls are entrenched as state policy. In Iran, education unionists have long been challenging this oppressive system at the cost of their own freedom and safety. Now a young generation of women is joining this fight with the support of large swathes of the population, including teachers. We must rise up, unite and redouble our efforts to put an end to violence against women and girls in every context of their lives and in every corner of the world.
Despite the daunting challenges, there has been progress. After 10 years of sustained campaigning from the trade union movement and our partners in civil society, we now have the instruments to eradicate violence and harassment from the world of work. Convention 190 and Recommendation 206 of the International Labour Organization are great union wins, but we cannot rest. We must mobilise to ensure all governments ratify and implement the Convention. And that's it, Labour News You Can Use. You can listen to our daily newscasts and features at radiolabour.net. I'm Mark Belanger. Thank you for listening. And remember, it's all about global solidarity.